Stop for a second and consider everything around you. The clothes you're wearing. The device you're listening to this podcast on. If you're sitting at a desk, standing in your kitchen or relaxing in your lounge, almost everything you're looking at and touching has something in common. Something that impacts all of our lives, every day, in a million ways. Consider everything around you again and imagine how it got to you. Regardless of whether you bought it in a store or online, no matter where in the world it was made, at some point in its existence, it almost certainly used the not-so-hidden world of logistics to end up in your hands. You could describe logistics as the business of moving goods from one point to another, but it's so much more important than that. It underpins our ability to live our lives and keeps the wheels of global commerce turning. It's so intertwined with our existence that the same things that impact humanity impact logistics, technology, trends, geopolitics, and global pandemics. And in a world that changes as rapidly as ours, it's a business that can't survive by reacting. It has to predict. That's why, for the past five years, DHL has created the Trend Radar, a forecast of the things that will shape the world to come. In this podcast, we'll be exploring some of those trends and finding out from DHL and their partners how the world is set to change, from self-driving cars and artificial intelligence to the Internet of Things and space transport. This isn't just a podcast about the future of logistics. This is a podcast about how we'll be living our lives in the very near future. In this episode, we take a broad look at the fifth and latest edition of The Trend Report. We chat to DHL management, as well as two of the authors, about why the report exists and how they go about compiling it. We also take a sneak peek at some of the topics that we'll be discussing in more detail later in the series. To start off, we chatted to DHL's chief commercial officer, Katya Bush, and we asked her just why DHL, a company that makes its bread and butter by getting goods from one point to another, would invest in the creation of a document that's all about imagining the world of tomorrow. Quite a while ago, we figured that it's definitely not enough if you're in logistics and you just... Um let's phrase it like bringing boxes from A to B, but logistic is much more. And if you see the trends and globalization, e-commerce and all the things that have happened during the past years, we were confronted um, with new methods, new technologies, and not just us, but our customers as well. And so the idea was born to look ahead, to look into the future, to be prepared on our side, as well as helping our customers to be prepared on their side. And uh, they have things are developing so fast. And uh, yeah, that was the, the initial idea to develop this trend radar. What are the motivations inside of the business? And, and when did it all start? Were you there when, when the first, um edition came out? Were you there helping to, to kind of spur the idea on? And, and how important is it within the business? I was with DHL when the first Trend Trader was published, but I was not around the team. I just looked over the fence and uh, was pretty amazed 
uh, right from the first trend radar because it was the first time that anybody in the industry really tried to take a structured approach um, around the future and what are new trends and what will will come up. And uh, regarding of importance, yeah, definitely. If you are a business and you, you identify a trend like uh, you have to rethink packaging, let's talk about e-commerce for a second, then it's super important for you as a logistics company, you know uh, what's most likely going to happen in the future and how can you push and support things. DHL is such an enormous business and you're, you're a, an international juggernaut of a business too. You must have an enormous amount of data. I think it must be quite interesting for your team to be able to, to dive into all of that data and to figure out what these trends are, sometimes without having to do any actual imagining or forecasting, because the, the statistics and the, and the figures themselves must give you an enormous amount of, of information. Yeah, that's that's true. We're we're hosting an enormous amount of data, but uh, let's face it, you have to know what to pick and what to do out of this data. Otherwise, you end up in the woods. Making sure the report doesn't end up getting lost in a forest of its own data is a small team of DHL specialists and experts. Ben Gessing is a global innovation leader. His day job as trend research activities leader has him piloting cutting-edge technologies like artificial intelligence in live logistics operations. He's also one of the Trend Report's authors, and we caught up with him at DHL's Innovation Center near Bonn, Germany, from where he talked about how trends made it into the report and about some of the complexities within the trends. Surprisingly, you know, we ended up with 28 trends. There were some topics that didn't make it. There were even other ones that, you know, when we look at the radar, all of them look relatively equal, you know, in their in their presentation. They might have different locations on the radar, but you know, some of the bigger ones like robotics and automation, it's one of the fastest, you know, and most dynamic and, and expanding areas for the logistics industry. And that one in particular, we really thought, wow, there's so much in here. We could almost split it into several different trends um, within robotics because there's a lot of things happening with, say, like robotic arms. Mass media has popularized a lot of different things. Um, you know, these like spot robots from Boston Dynamics, the little yellow dogs. Um, and also these like fully automated robotic warehouses where you have what look like um, little moving platforms shuffling shelves through a room. And so that was one in particular that was like really hard for us to say, well, how do we just keep it to robotics and automation? But we always have to think about what's going to resonate with, with someone who's not, you know, living and breathing these topics. You know, they'll know what robotics and automation is, but they're not going to know what maybe an autonomous mobile robot is or some other category of robot. Co-authoring the DHL Trend Report with Ben was Jordan Toy. Originally a transportation engineer from Silicon Valley, he worked with Ben on the latest version and was one of the gatekeepers of report-worthy trends. I would say, you know, Ben and I, we, we split a lot of the trends um, in terms of research, and then we would discuss amongst ourselves as well as other people on the team who specialize in certain topics to kind of understand how we should interpret the development of uh, the technologies that we see out there, as well as in research. Um, and then. I would say I would compile a lot of that narrative, um, including examples, and um, formulate them so that they're all packaged neatly and, and communicate heavily 
with our publishers to make sure that we have a really good uh, end product. These trends, um, they often resonate with our readers in some way. And, you know, sometimes these trends extend beyond the logistics industry. So usually what we try to do within a trend, we try to bring things back, right, into the, uh, the realm of logistics and usually try to find more tangible as opposed to theoretical examples to kind of illustrate what we're trying to say is coming up in the next two years, the next five years. It's interesting that, you know, a lot of the things that you guys have, have done an enormous amount of research into um, in your trend radar are things that have been bubbling around. And, and a lot of companies use them as buzzwords to show that they're paying attention. Obviously, in, in the case of this report, you've had to do a real in-depth understanding in order to communicate the simple ideas to people who might be reading this report. And perhaps, you know, that there might be people who are not as au fait with technology. Uh, and you then have to explain things that are a lot more involved to people in simpler language. But when when most people hear Internet of Things and 3D printing and robotics and automation and even the word sustainability, Jordan, which I know you have an interest in, a lot of the time it sounds like white noise to people. And even to people in you know, in, in important positions in companies, CEOs and so on, they, they almost mouth the words without necessarily understanding what they actually mean. <laughs> I, I absolutely agree with that. And I, I, all I have to say is that, uh, you know, these are difficult concepts that we understand nebulously. Uh, you know, quantum computing is a new trend. I've just had to have a lot of practice in explaining what that means and how it works. We know it's great, right? These technologies, and we know they're transformative. It's just a matter of trying to explain how they work, you know, which will then eventually, hopefully, inspire people to figure out, you know, how to apply this within their own company and industry. Would you agree, Ben? Would you also say that there are a lot of these words that are trendy rather than understood as trends? Absolutely. And I think the logistics industry is you know, we're not always seen as this like very, let's let's call it, you know, sexy or attractive industry. But when we have to pull apart something as, as complex as quantum per se, we have to try to translate findings and, and breakthroughs, you know, from the likes of IBM, Google, Intel, um, even even Honeywell more recently, and try to say, okay, well, what does that mean for for an industry that's using, in some cases, fairly outdated technology, some operations, the industry still run on mainframes. Um, you know, we're making that migration to the cloud and, you know, we have the fun job of, of translating, what does this actually mean? If, if there's a new, completely new computing paradigm on the horizon, how do we prepare ourselves for that? Even though the team have narrowed the list down and concisely described each one, Ben explains that some trends are moving targets overlapping in certain areas and shifting definition over time and in different countries. That's probably one of the single hardest things about building the radar is, you know, what, what's really within five years, what's beyond that five to ten year horizon. And uh, I mean, I, I'll, I'll say full disclosure, um, the, the logistics trend radar is not a scientific piece of work. Where the different trends are positioned is kind of a, uh, a global average of, of all of these trends. Um, you know, when we think about the, the logistics industry at large, what's really interesting when we're in different countries or when we talk to our customers, the trend radar looks completely different to them. Um, and we actually ask our customers, we give them a blank trend radar. We say, you know, we tell them what they all are. We say, hey, where would you put this? 
And it's kind of funny if you go to, you know, if you go to places like Sub-Saharan Africa, robotics and automation is, doesn't really show up. It's, it's further away. Um, there's other, there's different needs. Or if you go to Dubai, for example, the, the government there is investing much more into blockchain for things like customs clearance and smaller country, but very forward looking. And so you'll see that blockchain is much further, much further in for them. So we spend a lot of time positioning the radar to sort of create one source of truth. But then, um, you know, as we take it out into the world, we often get a really different view, which is um, altogether, you know, even more exciting because, you know, it just, it improves what we know about the trends, but also um, helps us understand what's going to be relevant to them and how we need to, you know, tailor the rest of our work to meet the needs of different people in different parts of the world. Now that we have a bit of our own data on how the trend radar is put together, we're going to take a brief look at a few of the subjects, starting with once enduring trends that seem to have been around for a long time already. Ben explains. Five, six years ago, when the topic was, I think, much newer, you know, there's a lot of interest and a lot of hype around it. And, you know, we still think that self-driving vehicles are coming. This idea of sort of level five autonomous vehicles on public roads, it'll happen one day. And that's going to completely redefine the role of what a trucker is. I'm personally of the belief that the trucking profession, I don't think it's going to go away. We still, you know, if you have an autonomous vehicle, you know, you still need to have some supervision over it. Whether that supervision is in the vehicle or in a control center is one question. But also, you know, the role of a trucker might be more of security and that person might play a much more critical role when it comes to, you know, handing over, um, you know, information and, and documents and, and, you know, goods transfer either at pickup and delivery. So definitely a transformative trend for the industry. We're seeing it a bit, you know, already like line haul transport, those sort of driving on a freeway is the most, let's say, the simplest um, problem to solve with the, when it comes to autonomy. So. There's some stuff happening there, but where it'll get really interesting is how does self-driving look in, in the last mile? What about uh, the area of space logistics? Now, this sounds exciting because anything with the word space in it, you know, we all, it activates our, our Star Wars imaginations. And we start thinking, oh, they, you know, we're going to start having transport ships buzzing around the earth, dropping things off into smaller vehicles, which will eventually deliver them to the, the surface of the planet. But let's be realistic for a second. <laughs> we do need to start thinking about space. I mean, there are going to be uh, thousands more satellites in the sky over the next five to 10 years. But what exactly does space logistics entail? And what do you guys foresee its role being? Logistics in space, you know, you have to transport goods from a space station to say, colony and back. The second is something that we kind of already see, and that's uh, space logistics between uh, the ground and into space. And so this is something that the logistics industry needs to kind of pay attention to because shipping a satellite requires a lot more specialized packaging than sending candy or regular mail. You mean, you mean I'm going to have to pay a little bit more if I send something via <laughs> satellite into outer space back to Earth? Uh, that's very unfortunate. <laughs> I thought it was going to be much cheaper. You've disappointed me. <laughs> so let's go from the sublime to the ridiculous. Uh, another pair of words that are bandied about by just about every company in the world, and sometimes companies that have no business worrying about them, artificial intelligence, AI, 
comes into every conversation that every business person has around every boardroom table. And yet it is a very specialized thing when it comes to logistics. So tell us about how AI is helping logistics to do what it does better and faster and more effectively. And tell us about what you think the trends are going to be with regard to artificial intelligence going forward. To answer your question about like, you know, ridiculous and and, and hyped and, and what goes on in the boardroom, you know, when it comes to AI, if you're talking to investors or, or the board, you call it artificial intelligence. If you're talking to IT people, you call it machine learning. If you're talking to data scientists, it's math. You know, most of what we're doing these days is, you know, we have better computer science tools, algorithms, frameworks, and computing infrastructure to solve new kinds of problems. And so I think in the past five years or so, the this area of you know, data analytics, where, you know, maybe five years ago, we were using more traditional statistical approaches. We now have this plethora of machine learning and deep learning frameworks that, you know, can can make much better predictions than before. And that's, you know, hugely important to not only make our operations efficient, you know, make us profitable, but then, especially when you're, you know, predicting a route, communicating a delivery time to an end customer, you know, you're creating loyalty, you're creating great experience. And I think that's one area that's become increasingly fundamental to the logistics industry. There's some really exciting kind of newer use cases or newer things. I mean, computer vision has really exploded in the past couple of years. You know, voice and text is another area. And then autonomy, what's made a lot of things in robotics work or what's made more self-driving work is really AI under the hood. That's it for this episode. In the rest of the series, we're going to be exploring specific topics within the trend radar. We'll be crossing the globe, chatting to DHL experts and partners about how these trends are set to shake up the world of logistics and the world in which we live. The DHL Trend Radar series is presented by me, Gareth Cliff, written and produced by Spike Ballantyne, and is a product of DHL in association with cliffcentral.com in South Africa.